Hello, this is Sean Healy with the Sons of Thunder podcast. We are a podcast by young men for young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the study abroad experience and taking risks. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Sons of Thunder podcast. You got Sean, Eric, and John. We're missing Jacob today. Yeah, Jacob we're... is later. He's missing us. <laughs> Jacob will be on the podcast later. And I'm going to turn off the lights now. Okay, turn off the lights. The nightcast. Well, he's doing that because we have this enormous oh. photograph of the Cliffs of Moore upright. Yes. Oh, it's just gorgeous. Wow. wow. Luminous. Luminous. We're sitting in a library room at St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like I'm there. Yeah, it's like I, I feel, feel like I'm on the cliff. It's Eric's like there's wind blowing in my face, and we're trying to catch the bus. You're wearing your hat. <laughs> oh, I, I actually I was wearing my hat for. I guess you didn't take this photo, did you? But when uh, we were there, I was wearing the hat, and I'm wearing it right now. Mm-hmm. What kind of hat is it? Um, we asked a guy in Ireland, like, how do you describe these hats? It's yeah. like the the yeah. classic cap he called it, but the classic. It's like an Irish cap. You think of an old man, a, a white old man wearing a hat, and it's, <laughs> it's a classic hat. Yeah, smoking a cigarette, drinking. Oh, a yeah. not a veteran. With some leather gloves on. With a some peacoat. That's how yes. I've been rocking it. It's been a scarf, peacoat, wow. leather gloves. That's amazing. Morocco. Is that what you know? Once you graduate college, you gotta. You know, it's like, hey man, I can wear leather gloves in my car now because <laughs> I, I throw on the leather gloves. gloves. Do you guys do that? I haven't. You have your briefcase. Dude, eight bucks at Menards. Leather gloves. Like authentic 3M insulated. Like Spurza. Luke Berza, go to Menards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What was that story about? I think this might just be a story time podcast. Uh, Let us know, listener land, if you like it. But I I think once for household, he got like a $50. A friend got a $50 coupon to Menards and he bought what was it, like 17, 16 pounds of bacon? Oh my, yes. So he was living in the Dayton house at the time for SPL household. Yeah. And he was in charge of all the shopping, right? And they got oh, a huge gift card. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and they had a freezer full of bacon for the whole semester. I mean, I think it's genius. That's yeah. I mean, genius. Who wouldn't want that? <laughs> you need bacon. That is a necessity. <laughs> I've fallen in love with bacon this year. Just oh, on everything. So Salads. Good. Well, you, you eat at The View. Yeah. Dude, you, you are like a king. Right? Sort of. Because like, you're, you're a senior <laughs> in college that gets yeah. the dorm paid for, and you get a minister. You know, you get, you get meals put in front of you. You know, and you just get to hang out with the guys. I'm sitting my lordly throne of the fourth floor of Ireland. Dude, the, if, is it the corner room? Look on me, all ye, and despair. No, you got like the middle room. Yeah, it's right just, in the middle. Just like looking at the volleyball court. Look on me. My name is Ozymandias, John, <laughs> King of Kings. That's one of my favorite episodes of television. Ozymandias, Breaking Bad. Dude, Breaking Bad? Breaking no. Bad. I, I, I mean, the I've, show, see, I've Breaking seen the show, but I don't remember the name of Ozymandias each episode. was like, okay, well, it's like this penultimate episode, second to last, and he is like about to either create his extremely huge meth empire or he, fall, he falls. <laughs> sounds obviously. like something from Wakanda. What's the name? Oz, the name of the character? Yeah. Sounds like Walter something from White. Black Panther. No. Ozymandias was a poem by Percy, Sh- Percy no. Shelley about like... No, no, I it's feel a basic. great poem, but basically it's like man's hubris because it's this huge monument he finds out in the desert, yeah. broken and strewn about in the sand, and it says like, "I am the best. Look at me," and despair. And it's destroyed. And it's destroyed. Mm-hmm. That's but cool. it's a poem. It's really cool. My favorite poems. That and Ru- "If" by Rudyard Kipling. Have you guys heard that one? Yeah, I have. I can't memorize it. It's pretty long, but that's we such a good poem. We're gonna memorize it for the next cast. We're gonna have a, a, f- a spoken word poetry. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those, this Slam fucking word poetry or podcast? Poetry. <laughs> yeah, dude. You've been trying to get buy-in, <laughs> but you ain't trying to. I uh, no. Oh! <laughs> I, the second verse just did not come in there. Well, it's weird we don't have a crowd. I mean, yeah. I I wish I you know I really wish I could say I've done slam poetry in I'm front of people. Oh my gosh, dude! Poetry. You know, Brennan and I, <laughs> Brennan and I, we wanted to go to like the most atheistic place in St. Paul. I'm like, why not McAllister College? Yeah, <laughs> it's that's... shout out to all McAllister people listening. But we go there and there's these guys tripping acid in the quad and like oh, a rap battle. And Brennan and I'm like, let's go, dude. Brennan would be so good what? at that. Yeah. He gets in there and like they start rapping about Jesus. And Brennan, <laughs> this is the guy who was talking about body painting last time. He, he, <laughs> yeah, it's like. His Floridian acts like, uh, I've, ne- I've never, uh, I've never rapped before, but here we go. And he just starts yeah, spitting yeah. fire. No way. Jesus, He's like, great. Yeah. Jesus loves you all the time. He's mine. I don't know. That's so awesome. It was a, it was a really cool experience. Yeah. No way. I haven't been back again. Did you have to go up and introduce yourself with your pronouns? No, it was more like they were laying down and a few of those guys were from Pakistan and... Not that it has anything to do with it, but like we're just like, hey, how are you guys doing? Like, oh, it is the best. Welcome to McAllister. It's the most free air in like the country. You can say whatever you want there. And of course, we brought up Jesus's name, and then everyone gets everyone gets hostile. You know, (laughs) it's like immediate contradiction. Immediately wrong. You can talk about anything, but just not Jesus. Jesus. Exactly. (laughs) That makes us uncomfortable. It's powerful. Jesus. Jesus. Powerful. Seriously, the power to bind. He came to bring the sword. Yeah. Well, it's. Truth I mean, cuts. I find it crazy that you can talk about anything. I mean, I you know I'm one that thinks dialogue is one of the biggest problems in yeah. in our culture because because we're lacking it. Oh, people, got it. I was like, dialogue's good. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I ordered that wrong. But because because <laughs> we're we're failing to look across the table and have a, have a dialogue with someone, right? And you, I feel like we're we're, we're growing and that we're, we're you know we're trying to be more inclusive and accepting. But yeah. as soon as you name the word the, the, the name of Jesus, everyone's like, stop. Yeah, who are you? Every, it you just know? gets awkward. It's and, so, and it's crazy cool. It's at the same crazy. time. It's like it's such a powerful word. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right, let's bring it back to the photo here. Okay. Yeah, I actually have a distant cousin that um, I got to meet in Ireland, and he's a surfer. Whoa! And he surfs. <laughs> Off these cliffs, like by the cliffs of Mar. Yeah, oh, so we it's pretty sick. We were at Hoth, and <laughs> also pronounced Hoth. Hoth. We, I, I was like, guys, it's Hoth, and then <laughs> no, they're like, it's Hoth, and then we hung out with some <laughs> Ireland friends, and they're like, no, it's Hoth. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's, it's spelled H O W T H. To us Americans, it's that's Hoth. Hoth. Yeah. Or just so you say it with your American Hoth. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. We saw some cliff jumping areas. No what. Yeah, a lot of a lot of surfers go there. Yeah, I don't get it. Like the Irish Sea apparently is good for surfing, but it's somehow. just freezing. It, yeah, it's yeah, so what? So tell the story. <laughs> so John and I, before we went to Rome, we've talked about Rome a lot on this podcast because it was really formative, and uh, we're going to share some just study abroad stories. But the biggest one I remember, one of the biggest ones, is when we visited Ireland. So we were in Ireland for seven days before we spent you know three and a half days in Dublin and three and a half days in Galway. And we had two friends that we were connected with, um, the, the Clocks. That was terrible. Clark. Yeah. The, <laughs> Not Clocks. It's the Clarks. The Clarks. And these two guys are just, you know, they go spelunking. They go surfing. Spelunking. They, they bike. Spelunking. They, they rode. They, what is it? Spur. Spelunking. <laughs> they put on their stirrups and go down to yeah. caves. Is it, Kick around. Is it actually called spelunking? Yeah, you spelunk. Yeah, you spelunk caves. What would you do if it was spurlunk? 
You'd be wearing your you were wearing your boots. That's when you go chase your horse. I go I go spurlunking in New Mexico. All right, so let's leave me alone. He just started my first spurlunking club. Anyhow, these guys are crazy. So they. Or, so they're like, hey, they, they, they live right by the Irish Sea. And it's, it's one of my, my bucket list goals is to swim as in, in many, as many seas as I can in my life. Seas. That's What's cool. the difference between sea, sea and ocean? Um, a map. Okay. So like just <laughs> I have smaller. no idea. Yeah. I mean, just like, I think like a body of water near Europe because everything yeah, else yeah, near yeah. America, you know, so... So I've swam in eight, and I was like, "All right, we gotta do the Irish Sea." You've counted. We got the boat oh, yeah. Sea though. That's Seriously, good. I've done eight. It's pretty cool. Eight wow. seas, anyhow. So we're like, "Okay," I'm like, "I have to swim in this Irish Sea." You remember that? I was like, "Guys, we have yeah, to do this." I and you're like, that. "Eric, it's Eric, it's January 29th. It's January 29th, 2017. It's 33 degrees, <laughs> probably less, right?" And they're like, "Go for it." I'm like, "Okay, let's do it." So we 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 borrow some swim trunks. You know, we're like walking up to the beach with our swim trunks and like boots and like wool socks on. Oh my God. And we, you know, we, we take off our boots and we start sprinting. We're like, here Sprint. we go. We like, it's we like, we scream out. and we just war cry it to, towards the water. And on my way, I smash my foot on this huge rock and I get into the water and everyone's like, it's ah, crazy. Everyone's like, you're freaking out swimming around. And we yeah. run back out and I was like, man, that was so fun. And then it hits me. I'm like, my foot is right. killing the me. adrenaline, the shock. Yeah. 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 There's the cold. And then so, yeah, the cold. so for the next six months, Five months, four months, whatever. I had a study abroad in Rome and walk everywhere, and I broke two of my toes. What? Yeah. So two of my toes are broken, <laughs> and I had to go get an X-ray in Rome. And they're like, "Hey, yeah, come to this one place where he goes." I literally sat there for two hours. He brings me in to like the examine room, right? He 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 puts my foot up on a table, takes off my sock, and goes, "Oh, yep, needs an X-ray." I'm like. Well, oh, great. Okay, where can I do that? He's like, oh, uh, there's a place an hour away. I'm like, socialized medicine. It's Seriously? good, man, because it's I mean, free. I know, but then I was like, okay, fine, I'll go for it, right? And I leave, and he's like, do you want me to call you a taxi? And he's like, no, that's fine. So, you know, I, I don't need a taxi. I'm like, I'll walk with this, you know, broken two toes. <laughs> an hour right? away. So I, so, and I'm like, I'm like, and you know, you pull up that map, and I, you know, or Rome, the streets are backwards, I left, think I right, spiral. They spiral. I remember that. You day. know what I mean? And I. I literally left at 11 a.m. thinking I'd be back around like two, and I didn't get back till 9 p.m. I just like walked around all of Rome, You're grabbed an avocado, flustered. and I was just like, "I'm just gonna eat this avocado right now." It's good energy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, wow. that was a crazy story. Broke two of my toes in Ireland. Did you get them fixed in the Irish Sea? No, I mean you can't really do. Yeah, you just I think get... their answer was like, "Yep, just let nature do it." Yeah. So, so, so I took the metro a lot. Yeah. It, you know. Did you wrap your toes? A little bit. Do you remember that? Yeah, I did, didn't yes, I? Yes, did. I forgot about that. You wrapped it. I wrapped him? How do you... I He's mean, not like, a rapper. It didn't do I'm anything. not a rapper. It didn't do anything. Well, <laughs> Anyhow, and then we, you know, later in the trip... Oh, yeah, we actually hiked the cliffs some more. Bringing it back to the picture here. Yes. We hiked these cliffs. John, do you want to tell that story? I sure do. We were on a bus in Galway, and I'm in, like, my grandpa mode, just sitting on the side, like, mm, look at all the old things. <laughs> that, that bus driver also, like, moonlights as the navigator and oh, uh, narrator so he's telling us all these oh, stories yeah. in his irish brogue and we're just sitting there i look over eric's like in the eighth circle of hell like <laughs> i need to escape there's nothing there's two things um two. i think hate is a very strong word there's a lot of things i don't like but there's only there's only two things in this world that i hate i'm only gonna share one of them Whoa. one of the things that i hate Whoa. i hate 
our bus tours. Bus yeah, that's tours. true. I didn't know this at the time. You know, we were I mean, Sean, how do you feel about bus tours? I, I mean, I who likes I do, bus tours? I like bus tours. Oh, come yeah. on. Like San Francisco. I, or I went on a bus t- Yes. Oh, I went on a there? bus tour in San Francisco. It was amazing. Yeah, oh, what do you well, have, like, fish in an aquarium? Like, well, that's you, how it I was It was the one where you can, like, it's like the convertible bus where you can sit on the top. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's good. I haven't been on one like a Greyhound bus. Honest to God, it kept hitting the sides, didn't it? No, that was this last year. I went I didn't back go, to yeah. Ireland, and you know, like the roads. Oh, imagine kept hitting the rails. Dude, imagine, <laughs> imagine the tiny, like <laughs> tiny roads and little like turns of these, yeah, these uh, oh, trails yeah. been built in like the sixth century in Ireland, uh-huh. and they have these enormous buses on it. We kept scraping the left side against the, like, these uh, terraced rock formation, just like we'd be taking a right hand turn. <laughs> And the bus driver just keep going. Yes, I would look around at my friends. Like, what do I need to be concerned about? This is why you get off the bus. All right. Yeah. So here's what happened. We were at the middle. We were in the middle of this like cairn field, which is a bunch of like rocks put there by the druids. So we're talking middle of nowhere on this open field, not even a sheep to see. No you're, you're walking on slabs of rock. You're walking yeah. on rock. Oh, is that the um, Giant's Causeway? No, I wish we it's got dropped low. out it's, there. It's like that. It's of, landlocked. Yeah. It's in the middle of nowhere oh. in like County Galway. And oh, Eric's so like, like, dude, let's just get out of here. <laughs> let's, just, <laughs> let's just leave, man. <laughs> let's leave the I bus. I look around. I see no one else. <laughs> I see no other roads. Everything is cross-sectional <laughs> and diagonal. You're just like, what? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's get out of here. I'm like, guys, guys, like we could, we could eat that sheep over there, like, we'll be fine. <laughs> there were no sheep. Eric <laughs> is just lying. Like, yeah. we have to get off this bus. So we find out a way, and basically, uh, Eric m- manipulates the bus driver into letting us off at this small town called hey, Doolin. No. You were like, hey, you want to let us off? He's like, I don't care. You're not my well, little we, boy. Well, we, 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 we were planning to stop at Doolin, and I remember reading briefly, you know, two days before, that, hey, there's a cliff walk that takes you from Doolin to the Cliffs of Moher. Right. So I was no like, way. hey, I was like, That's hey, cool. bus driver, can we do this? And he's like, well, you know, it's pretty cold. This isn't usually the season when people hike and we're leaving. It. We're, we're going to be there in 90 minutes. And I was like, OK, well, can, you know, can we do it? And he's like, yeah, well, I guess if right when we stop, if you get going, he goes, we're stopping in Doolin and we're going to take a 20 minute lunch. And then from there, we're going to take an hour and a half to get to the cliffs. And he's like, if you're not there in an hour and a half, I'm calling the Coast Guard and we're leaving you. And I was like. All right, guys, let's do it. That sounds great. <laughs> so, come on, that sounds great. And Josh and I were like, all right, yeah. burn the boats, man. Let's do it. You got to burn the boats. That used to be my, uh, I think it was peewee hockey motto. You know, like it would just be all across the back of our damn Burn the boats. Uh, oh, you guys were um, the, the skippers. Yeah. And so, like, our coach thought it lined up perfectly because <laughs> he, like, he would tell us burn a story. Like, he's like, when Francisco Pizarro got to the Americas, or whoever, like Cortez. I think it was Cortez. Yeah. He got, got to, to Florida. Mexico. He gets there. He turns to his men and says, I'm going to burn the boats. We can't, uh, we can't. Go. I don't know why I'm doing you like like a Obama. I was going to say, kind of what, what exactly? <laughs> yeah, I can't like go back. Obama. It's like, I, I can't. We're going to burn our boats, which means we gotta, uh, we got to buy everything here. That's buy really, uh, you're really going to buy it here. Wow. <laughs> so, and then we're always like, what time is it? Burn the boats time. Just <laughs> squealing in our pre Every time. You have to burn the boats. Every so time. I'm used to burning the boats, Eric. Wow. 
I had to push you guys a little bit. You guys are like, so were you guys well, like Josh and I were. You guys, I mean, you guys are smart. We were, I just want to take a risk. So you got it. Was it. Good risk. We so so were you broken toes. And no way. It was, it was beautiful. Most beautiful. It was like my life. Uh, misty out. We oh, were singing misty. The perfect. Eyed this picture. Cold. If you Google pictures of cliffs and more, we walked on that. For, yeah. For yeah. Like there's a pretty sweet uh, trail so right on the cliff's edge. Wow. And it, we made it in time. We um, just we just kind of set out. A pretty muddy part. One time, my friend did this trip or did the hike. It's pretty. I've done it twice. It's a, it's one of the best hikes I've ever done. It's moderate. No, yeah. what? Well, it's not hard, but it's one of the most gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely. Right on the cliff. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, depending on the time of year, it can be really muddy, and that's what my second time was. My friend lost his shoe in the mud. It just, like, went down. <laughs> and we can't find it again. Well, Father John, no. my favorite story to share about this is that he shared, he, he told a story in a homily, I think, one time, and he was there with his brother, and his brother, like, threw off you know, a, a bag or something like that, and it blew back up because the wind. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Okay, so let me try my hat." So he so he throws his he throws his hat down there, and he's like, "That blows back up." And he grabs his hat and he takes off his shoe, and he throws it off, and it doesn't come back up. Look how funny! Oh yeah, dude, he just <laughs> yeah, he just, <laughs> shoe. just doesn't come back up. Hilarious. Uh, okay, that guys. is awesome. I gotta, you gotta run. Get going. Yeah, continue the stories without me, huh? And then there were two. Ooh, thanks, John. He's got to get going for a hot date. Yes. He told us not to say that. And yeah. I, I mean, I did it anyway. Yeah. He's going to adoration, you know. He's going to pray with Jesus. <laughs> yeah. What, what could we do with his computer here? So he, so he, he stayed logged in to his USD That's server. That's risky. And I really want to I do something. A, someone at my, my sister, yeah. someone hacked her school no. email at high, in high school. And they, they like posted a bunch of swastikas because they th- thought it was funny. What? And the kid literally got expelled, like because oh my goodness, because he was like he like hacked her whole thing. Yeah, and it's just like not that's not that's funny. So, well, good for him. You know? He's probably some program, you know, software developer. Oh yeah, or yeah, yeah. No, but she, I think she left it unlocked like this. Oh then, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but I think we should, uh, we should um, send out some emails for him. That'd be great. You know. Yeah, that'd be fun. Email some mm-hmm. girls that he likes. Yeah. So uh, let's hear some some of yours, some, uh, of, my some of your stories. study abroad stories. If we had a picture of yeah. uh, Barcelona out there, or no, you were in Madrid. Madrid. Yeah, it was Madrid. Yeah, I'd say I was actually just thinking about it, just how how fun it was, just because it's it's such a big city. Yeah, like it is just a it's it's just like Rome, you know. They mm-hmm. they say Madrid's like the New York of um, Europe, just because there's so much culture, so wow. many different cultures. Um, but yeah, my host mom, she didn't speak any English. That's right. That's right. Yeah. What'd so she call you? She called you. She like, called me Sayon. Sayon. She didn't she didn't know how to pronounce like sh- like Sean. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. So she called me Sayon. But it was just yeah, I mean it was just crazy. The hustle mm-hmm. and bustle mm-hmm. is just Well you say with so you had a host family. Yep. So I stayed with a host we family. Like a, like a community like, you know, college yep. kids living uh-huh. with us. Okay. So I, I stayed with a host family. She made me dinner every night wow. and I would um I studied in, at a Spanish university with these kids yeah. that spoke yeah. sp- only Spanish, like Spanish and English, but yep. it was it was just like a full immersion. Dang. And I loved it. It was yeah. so cool. Did you, so did you um I mean, were there people in, in your program on the yep. same street, you know, a different house? No, the, like, so we were pretty lonely. I was here. pretty far away, so it was okay. it was very isolated. Okay, you know, but yeah. I was I was just in my own head, you know. I bought yeah, a man. pipe. I would go. Nice. I would go for walks. So we were by this um, um, like Parque de um, Madrid Rio. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just right down the ri- like yeah. right down the river. So I'd go smoke my Same. pipe and drink a 
drink a beer. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was really cool just being alone, you know, mm-hmm. and just realizing what loneliness is, you know? Yeah. Because I'm in this country where I know, like, 12 people, oh, you know, yeah. and don't yeah. speak the language oh, yeah. that well. Mm-hmm. But by the end of it, I was, like, going to bars with people, like Spaniards, and, that's like, awesome. hanging out, going to the clubs. Yeah. It, was, it was a really fun, Dang. really fun trip. So let me ask you this. Because I, I think I think setting abroad is a, is a very transformative experience. Definitely, you know. Because I think so. You know, really, what I what I would like to talk about is because I think a lot of people go and studying abroad, study abroad, be like, okay, go experience as much as you can, yeah. and it's all about the experience, and uh-huh. you know, like this um, kind of like this restlessness to to really kind of achieve, you know, rather than just kind of receive. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's no, like definitely. We, we, I think we talked about this on a podcast, like receiving versus achieving, uh-huh. and um, so like when I when, when I went to Italy. Uh, I when I when I landed there in February second, I did not leave Italy until May, because I was like, I want to just stay here. I want to experience yeah, much, yeah. you know, not like go to all, all uh-huh. these other countries. So my, I guess I'm kind of getting sidetracked. But what I, what I want to get to is is the experience of it, and then how that can relate to our faith, like kind of like this materialistic achieving that we have in our culture with experiencing and, and, and relating that to studying abroad. So how, how was how was studying abroad transformative for you? It was just, um, I think it was my first experience being alone, like by myself, you know, mm-hmm. going to school at St. Thomas close to home, Yeah, you know, staying really close and close knit with my parents, you know, talking yeah. to them frequently, mm-hmm. you know, I think, um, I was, I was like w- hanging out with friends and stuff like that. So I started breaking away from that, from those people and started to just kind of figure out who I was like as a, as a man, you know, yeah. it was yeah. kind of like me leaving all of these attachments hmm. and really figuring out who I was because like no one knew who I was, you know? So it was a chance for me to kind of like redefine who I was, you know? Hmm. And, so, and, and why is, is that because you think, you know, so much of your past is at home with you all the time? Yeah. So, so much of my past was comfortable mm-hmm. and I was just sick of it, you mm-hmm. know? I, I wanted to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I wanted to be scared. Mm. Like I wanted to be like so many times I, w- I would be like traveling and like not know where I was. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to get on the Metro and see if I recognize any of the stops, yeah. you yeah. know, like just like there, there was a lot of, um, yeah, like traveling by myself and looking like seeing this beautiful thing and having no one to share it with. Mm. So it was just very personal, you know, Dang. very alone. So, so I think it's, um, I think, did, did you say step out? You said step yeah. out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this, uh, there's this movie, uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Have you seen it? I've heard of it. Okay. I've heard of it's it. It's an awesome movie. Um, ben Stiller. It's essentially, oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. this, it, so it's based off of, I think, short, short stories or uh-huh. something like that. Um, I've only seen it once or twice, but there's a song that's played. So essentially what the stories is that he, he works in corporate America, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, he'll be on the subway, you know, train or something and, He'll he'll have this daydream where he just like you know something crazy happened or he did something really cool and then it's like a total daydream and he just snaps back in reality and he's just sitting there so he like he he desires more you know yeah so and so he I think he um and he, he I think he's trying to track down this photographer or something I don't know I mean, watch yeah. the movie but there's this there's this scene um where where he's longboarding I think in Scotland or no it's Iceland I don't know Iceland or Scotland yeah and, he, and he's longboarding down this huge hill and he's just kind of you know, he's coming into himself because he's, he's stepped out, right? And uh-huh. there's a song that's played during that scene. It's one of my favorite songs. It's called Step Out. 
can't remember the artist who's, who's, who it's by. Um, but the but the song is called "Step Out," yeah. and every single time I listen to it, I'm like, I just want to just want to like go. Let me do you know, this. You know, like, you know, you know just I mean? the and visual of that. And yeah. I mean, I totally know what you're saying because uh-huh. I mean, living in Denver right now, moving away uh-huh. from home, yeah, and living there permanently, like I, I really, uh, I mean, you know, I'm there right now permanently, I guess. But I feel that way. You know, I mean, it's really easy Definitely. for me to associate a place with a feeling, and it feels uh-huh. like I'm just adventuring, stepping yeah. out. It's uh-huh. painful. It's really yeah. lonely and hard, but it's it transformative. Is. You know. Yeah, I think um, just to kind of get a little vulnerable, just like yeah. with with me being home, mm-hmm. I feel like I was very defined. Like, I took I took Adderall. You know, I, I have mm-hmm. ADD. Mm-hmm. Um, I took Adderall, and I would come home, and I'd just be a rock. You know, yeah. and yeah. that kind of caught up to me. So now, when I'm still off the pill, mm-hmm. when I go home, like I still am like introverted and it sucks Mm -hmm. i hate it Mm -hmm. like i want to like break free from that you know but like me being so like four thousand five hundred and forty i actually like calculated yeah like being me being four thousand miles away like it was just so so beneficial to just um Mm -hmm. just kind of just define who i was and who i am you know Mm -hmm. so it was just um I think it was a powerful experience. I mean, I, I would have loved to go with friends and stuff like that. I mean, even yeah. Delexi came out and visited me, and I made some great friends over there. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, other study abroad students and stuff like that. And yeah. it was fun. And we traveled. We went mm-hmm. to um, one of my favorite vacations was we went to Palma de Mallorca. Um, Sweet. And it's this little tiny island in yeah. the Mediterranean. And we stayed on this cliff. We stayed on a yeah. cliff. So yeah. I'd wake, we would wake up and we'd stay, we'd look out on the cliff and you could jump off the cliff into the water. Dang. So it was just, it was Yeah, we beautiful. did it in Sorrento. I mean, so it's, fun. I, it's crazy. There's, there's places out there that no one has ever heard of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can go out there and you can just like, you know, you're just sitting in that moment and you want to uh-huh. hang on to it, you know? Yeah. Um, but why, yeah. why is there such a desire to, to mm. like go to, go to Rome and to Europe? Experience. Like why? Mm-hmm. Because like when I was over there, like it is very different. And I feel yeah. like I feel like we all hunger for something different, you know. Especially mm. in college, people are like, "Oh, I'm studying abroad, my junior year," and they're just going yeah. into their freshman yeah. year. Like it's yeah, it's so weird. Hmm. That, I mean, so I think I think there's something um, very virtuous about stepping out, right? Or yeah. you know, just like moving on. And no, 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 I mean, moving on is one thing, but stepping out of your comfort it zone, is, right? Yeah. So there's so there's you know there's this uh, a psychological kind of teaching lesson yeah um where you're in your comfort so there's three zones there's a comfort zone a growth zone and then a freak out zone <laughs> so throughout our lives um we, we we you know we begin in the comfort zone uh-huh. right so it's like you grow up there you learn um you're educated with family friends community and yeah. then you go to your growth zone and so it's kind of you're you're not necessarily in your comfort zone but you're growing and it's kind of painful growing pains yeah. and then there's a freak out zone where you're just like i'm freaking you're out too far. you know it's like what's yeah, going yeah, on yeah. and i think like I mean, my experience with St. Thomas, I brought it was like, it was a great growth zone. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I went out and I experienced and I learned and I traveled. Yeah. Um, and the best way I can describe it, I guess to answer your question maybe, is uh, Monsignor Schlag. Yeah. Good old Monsignor. He's awesome. In his homily at Mass today, he was talking about a German philosopher. I can't remember the name. Uh-huh. But he says that, the, uh, that one of the teachings of the philosopher is that there's, there's, there's limits and then there's horizons. Right. And so I love, I love sailing. So I love yeah. horizons. You know, I just love water and like, even looking at this picture, like, you know, you, like you can just picture looking out on a, on a horizon. Right. Yeah. And as much as you try to chase that horizon, you'll never catch it. 
Mm-hmm. Right, it'll always continue to be a horizon. But when there's a limit, you you hit the ceiling and you're able to go over it or go through it. You okay. know, what I mean? like yeah, like yeah. you can see the limit that you have, right? Uh-huh. But there's a horizon, and, and, and like it's always calling you to something more, yeah. right? So this there's this horizon that you're always chasing, um, and it's beautiful the entire time. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But and as you go there, you're still growing, right? Like you're growing to get to the yeah. horizon. Um, and, and he says how that's God, like that's our relationship with God is, is, is seeking that horizon because we're always searching and desiring yeah. something more on yeah. the horizon, you know, uh-huh. and you know, faith is never limited. So it's not, it's not like we preach our limit of faith yeah. and then go through it or over yeah, it. Yeah, because like, like there's so yeah. many things that we set in front of us, you know, like, um, like getting a, getting a promotion or so yeah. many physical things, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or getting recognized at work or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Getting good grades, you know, what happens when you get that good grade? Mm. You know, you, you've put so much into getting that good grade that you're going to be like kind of unfulfilled. Yeah. You know, I remember my dad telling me how he, um, he just, he, he's a very successful businessman and Mm -hmm. he, um, he's great. He said that he says that his most, his most prized accomplishment is raising kids. Wow. You know, Wow. like even the other day he went in and took, took a bunch of his business trophies and rewards and just threw them out, you know, because they just don't mean anything to him. Whoa. Which is just crazy because we set these goals for ourselves, mm, you know, mm-hmm. like I want to bench 500 pounds or something <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that. And then yeah. one, once we reach that or yeah, likes like what or, happens, you know, you exactly. Know? Or you want to look a certain way you or do. you want to get a grade or have a status. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I wonder, I mean, you know, you always hear the classic stories of like the Instagram photos, right? Like one girl, yeah. like this girl is trying to take a picture in front of a barn with leaves falling, so her friends go on the roof and like drop leaves. No you know what I mean? So it's like, and so I like, you know, I think there's there's this desire to share the it experience is. as well, right? Oh so we go yeah. experience, but we yeah. want to share that and yeah. we want to look the best. And you know what I mean? So I think, it's, you know, there's a lot here. There know? is a but, lot here. But I, I mean, just specifically with, you know, I'm trying to analyze it with my, with, with our study abroad experience, yep. is because there is this desire to experience and there's there this is. desire to live life to the full, but to what cost? You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you can get all the trophies and, and awards, yeah. but if, you know, if you can't take them with you, uh-huh. right? I, I, I have always been told, um, and it's something I, I, I try to live my life by, is um, uh, what's the point in, in making memories and, and living life if you can't live it with others? You yeah. know, if you can't share those memories yeah. or share those experiences. No, that's so I mean? true. So That's so, yeah. Like, so many, there's so many movies and so many, like, um, I feel examples of, like, people making it in the business world, but they yeah. sacrifice their family mm-hmm. and they get to the top and it's... It's empty, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, so much to talk about. But I know, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. even just studying abroad, I feel like there's something so attractive about um, stepping out of your comfort zone. Yes. You know? And yes. you're like, oh, I want to do that, but I'm scared, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they're having such a great time. But it, it's just, yeah. See, so, I mean, I guess I could share a little bit, because I guess I, I want to ask about coming home, though. Yeah. Right? Because so where I'm at right now, is that, you know, I've, I've really stepped out in, in, in yeah. some small, I'd say a small way this past, eight, you know, six months. Definitely. I, you know, I took a job in Denver. Uh-huh. I moved down there. You know, I was there for the summer at camp. And then I just I just moved down there full time in August. You know, and I've really stepped out. And I'm really, um, yeah. you know, it's been hard to get in the community. And, you know, I have felt a little lonely because it's I'm, I'm out of my comfort zone. You know, there's nothing comfortable yeah. about being oh, there. Yeah. But the thing is, like I said before, it's so easy for me to affiliate a location with 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 an emotion or mm-hmm. a feeling or an aspiration, right? Yeah. So it's like home. I always view home here back in, in Minnesota 
as as kind of like like you said this past like so you have a reputation yeah. you have a past maybe whether it's good or bad you know what I mean but it's yeah. comfortable you know you know what it is but then you know I affiliate Denver with this like adventure with this newness this novelty right and I'm and I'm, and I'm wondering when I come home whenever that is um, what will I bring with me right so it's like we step yeah. out and we experience. But, you know, there's something so special about coming home because you come back home and you're not the same person, right? Yeah. And there's a lot that comes with that. There is. Yeah. And it's just, I feel like it, coming home, um, your adventure makes coming home that much more, mm. like, appre- appreciable, you know? Yeah. You appreciate it that much more hmm. when you come home. And even when you go away. Yeah, yeah. and even when you go away because yeah. it's exciting. You know, you think of, uh, like, even the Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Like the Shire. Before they left the Shire, they were just itching. They didn't know what was out there. Yeah. You know, and then when they all come back, hmm. it's just, um, they just appreciate yeah. it so much Ultimately, more. Ultimately, it's just risk. It you is know what I mean? You yeah. just step out and take a risk. Yeah. So many people are, are too cautious. Uh-huh. And, I mean, caution's good. I need I need more caution it in my is. life. Yeah. You know, right? <laughs> That's why, you know, a lot of people in my life who are cautious are great for me. Uh-huh. Um, but ultimately it's risk. It is, is that we desire something more and we want and, and we know we need to take a risk. And it's the question of whether or not we want to do well, so whether that's starting your own business. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean I've I know someone in my life who has has had great ideas to start a business their whole lives. Mm-hmm. You know, but um there's just a lot of risk that comes with that there because is, yeah. the more depend, you know, whether it be raising a family or whatever it is, you know, and there's something about taking a risk. There is. Yeah. And, but I would say the, the thing that we have that no, not that many people have mm. is, I mean, just Christ to fall back on. Yeah. You know, we can take whatever risk we want to take mm. and we have him to fall back on. Yeah. You know, just whether it be like with friends or, saying something to someone, you know, t- stepping out and trying to, mm-hmm. like, correct someone, mm-hmm. I think we have Christ to fall back yeah. on. And yeah. he's always there, yeah. you know? So so let me ask you this, listener land. How is the Lord asking you to step out? Yeah. You know, how, like, and, and what, what risks are the Lord? And I'm going to ask myself this, you know, in the next seven days. How is the Lord asking me to step out? What yeah. risks is the Lord asking me to take? Yeah. And... Maybe it's painful. Maybe it's really exciting, you know. And like for me, it's kind of a mix of both because you know, I don't know. I feel like when you when you when you choose to jump, you're you're, you're terrified, but you're never yeah. gonna know unless you take the jump. Unless and that's you and jump. that's why I took the job in Denver. You know, I was yeah, like, you never like, know. I never would have known if, yeah. if unless I did. You know, yeah. So that's that's totally here. I am. I mean, yeah. Why live Why live your life with regret? You mm-hmm. know, it's it's um, it's great to take risks. You yeah. know, yeah. And also, I mean, what, I mean, it could also be with development. I mean, so working in fundraising, right? Um, I've learned that you can't keep what you're not willing to give away. Yeah. Right. So maybe it's giving something away too. Maybe it's letting go of something. Like that's yeah. the way you're being called to step out. You mm-hmm. know, I used to, in all of high school and early college, I played video games all the time, all the time. I surrounded myself with friends that were, you know, sports guys, but always played video games on the weekends. <laughs> not very outgoing, and I was like, "This is safe. This is comfortable. Yeah, this is yeah. fun. I can play yeah. video games." You know what I mean? But there was a time when I was like, "Man, I need to stop playing video games." You know, like I, I need to step out because there's more to life. There's more to life than yeah. just playing video games right uh-huh. now. And there's so many men that struggle with that today. Of just like yep. in and out video games, video games, video games, and the, and they're fun. I love, love, I love a good video <laughs> game. Seriously, you kidding? I love it. But you know, yeah. there was a time in my life that I was either addicted or just like I played all the time yep. and I wasn't willing to step out and make new friends or step uh-huh. out and get involved or stop yeah. playing video games. Or because it's so easy to just get lost and you mm-hmm. lose time when you're comfortable. Mm. I feel like you really lose time yeah. when you're yeah. 
when you're like in comfort, you know, you don't self-reflect, you don't self-reflect, you know, and you're not learning and you're not like, you learn through friction and through like falling Mm -hmm. down. And Mm -hmm. I mean that it just makes more of an adventurous, adventurous life. Yeah. You know, because in the end, like we're all aiming for heaven Mm. and we're all going to be in the glory of God. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter if we lived our life in Mm. a cloistered, yep. Like yep. area, or we lived our life on the front mm-hmm, lines, you mm-hmm. know, we're all going to be the same. Dang. You know, so uh, my brother asked me this summer, he goes, what's the utility of faith, right? He's like, why, yeah. why do you believe, right? And um, yeah. I was trying to tell him about John Henry Newman, and Newman talks, he has, he has a sermon that he shares, this was before he was Catholic, but he shares a sermon, it's called The Venture of Faith, right? And he talks about if, uh, if, 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 if any of this is true, Right, it's worth it's worth it, right? But yeah. then it's also it's also you can't reason faith, right? No, you have to take a risk. It's like it's it is it is a leap. It's a venture, you know. It is, and and you have to jump out. And so I was telling him, I'm like, I'm like, I the utility of faith is, you know, because I mean, there's a lot more to our conversation, but kind of what I was telling him is that like, if this is true, like I have to spend my whole life doing this. And like, and then I was like, I'm like, I I do know this is true, right? But I know it's it's a risk, you know. Yeah. Like I really am laying. I like I really desire to lay my life down for yeah. my faith for the rest of my life. You know, so I mean, at the end of the day, faith is a risk. Even, even believing, it like, is, like yeah. you said, the name of Jesus. Yeah, it's a risk saying that word. It is in the name. Yeah. Uh huh. But I mean, like I I totally agree with that. And if you have had experience with Christ, you you're not gonna keep it. You know, you're not mm. gonna keep that candle under a bushel basket. You know, That's you're right. gonna you're gonna like let it shine. You know, let it shine yeah. through you. Yeah. And. Just like living out your faith, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. What are some risks that you think being newly married? Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like that's a big step, man. You're 22, you married, you know, working, big. right? And it's you like, know, you know, what what's the daily risk that I you think, think you're taking? I think the daily risk that I don't know. I don't want to talk about risks that I'm taking. I would say yeah, risks that I want to take. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. just in my workplace, like mm. the the first week of work, I was just like, wow, I am so different. Like, <laughs> I am so different. Yeah, these yeah. people, these people are broken, you mm. know, like I walk in, I like walk by like one of my coworkers cubes and mm. she was like bawling and I was just like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, Whoa. so, and like mo- all of my, co- I'm the only married one on my team of 12. Dang. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Dang. Three of them, four of them have been married oh, and divorced. Wow. wow. So, I mean, they have a horrible outlook on marriage. Mm. They're like, don't get married. Um, kids are horrible, you know? So it's yeah, just like, dang. I think a risk that I need to take is just be, just take ownership of me being weird. Hmm. And um, kind of, like, I do kind of joke around, because sometimes my coworkers are like, Oh, Sean, you're so you're so different. You know, you're such an old man. You're married <laughs> already, and uh, I just need to like own up to it. Mm. You know, and kind of push it back at them. Mm. You know, because yeah. they're telling me that I'm weird, and I'll be like, No, I'm actually this is awesome, and I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. you know, and Dude, that's awesome. I think that's a risk that I definitely need yeah. to take. You know, yeah, and not sharing the gospel yet. You know, I don't have to share the gospel yet. I don't have to be like, mm. Okay, how are you like Jesus? You know, I yeah. think the relatability and be like yo, Sean is like, he's really different, but mm-hmm. I can relate to him, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's a risk that I want to take is just being more um, conscious of who I am and presenting it more, you know? Because 
us being Catholic, you know, it's easy to hide, you know, it's, it's, it's more comfortable to hide, you know, talk to someone on the street and you're going to want to really relate to that to them. You're going to want them to like you yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Like, so I think a risk that I want to take is kind of being different. Yeah. Know, and Dang. owning it. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Man. Yeah, man. That's awesome. <laughs> so, All right. My head's going to explode. This, yeah, is, this topic is crazy. <laughs> There's way too much. Yeah. You know, take, take, take from it what you will. Maybe we'll do a part two yeah. of this. Yeah. And things. I don't even know what to call this. I know. Step, step out, maybe. Step out. Listen to that song. It's by, uh, I looked it up. It's by uh, Jose Gonzalez. Ooh, oh, even this uh, cool name. So it's called <laughs> Step Out. Good song. Looks like Chainsmokers have a remix on it. Oh. Um, it's going to make you want to take a risk. So yeah. go out, take a risk. Take even risk. study abroad. For all you studying abroad, good luck. Have fun uh-huh. next semester. We're coming home right now, too. That's difficult. Yeah. But uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, thanks so much. Yeah. And I, uh, I wish John was here. Yeah. And Jacob. Hopefully he's having a good day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I heard he's taking her out to Book of the Peppers. Book of the Peppers. All okay. right. God bless everyone. God bless you guys. Have a good night. Peace.